1: number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, following that dynamic personality and that dynamic program Run to Win with Daryl Wood. If you want to know what's happening in, uh, in the Christian world and in the political world, he is the man to listen to, the name of the program, Run to Win. Now, it's Bible Talk where we're dealing with apologetics, a complete apologetics lesson. Dealing with so many different kinds of subjects and topics. We'll be going into systematic theology, demon possession. We'll be talking about uh, the the kingdom of the cults, historical stuff. Everything you need to be able to talk about the Bible and to defend the faith will be on this program, on this Monday program made for you. All right? So get your Bibles, you'll need that. And you might want to get something to write on and something to write with, because there may be notes that you uh, might want to take. But welcome to the Bible Talk program. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Why do I give that number to you? So that you can call with your very own Bible questions, if you have any. All you've got to do is call, and I'll be glad to talk to you with any Bible question that you have, even if it's off-topic. What I'm going to continue with was what I started last time, dealing with uh, the whole question of whether there are apostles for today. Are there apostles for today? And really, I should probably qualify that uh, with the statement that basically, are there apostles for today like there were apostles back in the first century? And the answer to that question is simply no. The Bible doesn't support that, nor does history support that. The only thing that could be similar to the apostles would be uh, missionaries, in a sense, who uh, went from country to country spreading the gospel and setting up churches. But remember, they were missionaries and not apostles. But in terms of the apostles, the apostolic mandate, what the apostles could do, uh, has been done. And no one today... stand in the shoes of a New Testament apostle. Uh, So we need to recognize that. That is the problem with some that are in the movement. Uh, Now, if they want to call themselves apostles in some kind of secondary sense, no big problem with that, but still to recognize there is no one, no one who stands with the same authority uh, or footprint of the apostles in the New Testament, and that is just a fact. Now, last time, we talked about the fact that Jesus Christ himself selected the apostles, Luke 6, uh, Luke chapter 6, verse 12 to 13. Um, we talked about the fact that he promised them they would sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. That was Matthew nineteen twenty-eight, And... Well, God can use any one of us to do miracles, right? Uh, and definitely, uh, uh, we as Christians can have seen God do miraculous wonders when we pray. But still, we have to acknowledge that He gave the apostles special miraculous powers. They are called special in Second Corinthians twelve. 12- and twelve that's where Paul talks about proving himself for an, an apostle by how the Lord was using him, not to say that God can't heal through others, but it seems there was a special anointing for the apostles in that area. Number four, the apostles were to be obeyed just like the old testament prophets yes, 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 okay when the prophets spoke, they spoke the word of God, everybody listened, and when the uh, uh, when the apostles spoke, it was the same way okay, second Peter. Uh, chapter 3, verse 1 to 2, uh, where Peter exhorts the whole church to be mindful because the words of the apostles are on the same level as what was taught and said in the Bible by the prophets. You need to recognize that. Then, number 5, there were witnesses of the resurrected Christ. Okay? First Corinthians chapter 15, 1 Corinthians 9. Every single apostle had to be a witness, an eyewitness, of Jesus. Okay? They had to have been. And we know that there were over 500 uh, that could have uh, that Jesus could have selected apostles from. We got that from Acts chapter 15, which talks about the fact that there were 500 who saw him at one time. All right, so that's where we went so far. The next one, number six, you need to understand concerning what apostles could do. Okay? That is why we have no apostles today who stand in their footprint. Why? Because in number number seven, number seven in our. Uh, No, number six, I'm sorry, number six in our notes. They had authority over the churches. That's right. The apostles had authority over the churches. Now, that doesn't mean that they were uh, pastoring those churches. No, there were pastors that pastored each church. But the apostles were the ones who, uh, uh, in fact, literally delivered the word of God to them based upon what Jesus had been teaching. And so it's clear that uh, they had authority over the churches. Did I hear you saying, Pastor Marsh? We're tired of hearing from you. Tell us what the Bible says. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. First Thessalonians chapter five, and verse uh, uh, twenty-seven. Okay, written by Paul. This is what he says. Okay, he says, I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. That meant. Not just the members of that church in Thessalonica, but these letters that were written by the apostles were spread all over the church. Yeah, they went everywhere. Yeah? And they were obeyed just as if they were scripture. Because why? They were scripture. Okay? In fact, uh, that's what we know. The New Testament writers, they wrote scripture. No doubt about it. Now, uh, also, if we look at another uh, interesting passage, Second Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 14, and now listen to this. This shows you the authority that the apostles in the New Testament had that no man or woman in the church has today. This is the Bible. Here's what it says in Second uh, Thessalonians chapter three and verse uh, thirteen. We'll read into verse thirteen. But you brethren, be not weary in well doing. And if any man obey not our word by this letter. Note that man, and have no company with him, that he be ashamed. Yet count him not as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. When these guys wrote letters to the church, they were writing scripture to them. And those letters had to be obeyed. That's exactly what he's saying here. Now, believe it or not, uh, uh, during my time in ministry once, I got a letter from an apostle. It was saying that you must do this, and you must do this. I am an apostle. And I wrote me that letter. showed up at the church. And what that gave me uh, 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 some practice doing, you know, I kind of balled it up and practiced my Michael Jordan shot. <laughs> it addressed it. you. There's nobody know writing scripture today. No, it's not happening. Okay? The Old Testament prophets wrote scripture. The New Testament prophet, uh, apostles wrote it. That's it. And the church were commanded to follow the instructions that we're there with given. So we need to be clear on uh, these particular points. that are very, very important at all, uh, uh, for all of us to know that the authority uh, uh, in terms of uh, the Scripture could only have been done, and it was only done, by the apostles. Okay, Very clear. Uh, 1 Corinthians 14, 37. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 37. What does that say? Well, here's Paul writing as well. And this is what he says. He writes, he says in verse 36, this is First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 36, he says, What? Came the word of God out from you, or came it unto you only? Then he says this, verse 37, if any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord right. Why? Because he was an apostle. He could say that. And he said this, however, uh-uh. if you didn't like what he said, <laughs> verse, eight, verse uh, 38, 1 Corinthians fourteen thirty-eight, he says, but if any man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. <laughs> Paul said he didn't care, but he knew that when he wrote, he was writing inspired scripture. Now call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight 423 9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss on another Bible Talk program. Finishing up our discussion of the Apostolic Office. Are there apostles for today? Not like in the New Testament, my friends. Not like in the New Testament. So if a person calls himself an, an apostle, as long as he doesn't get on the same level as these guys, then I can hang with it. But if you're trying to tell me, that, uh you're an apostle, uh, like these we're seeing in the New Testament, I'm sorry, uh, those uh, positions have been filled. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any questions you have outside of this you can ask or questions surrounding this, but make sure that uh, you just call that number. Area code 866-426-9578. Area code 866, I'm sorry, area code 866-423-9578. Number to call to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. All right, what else is to be said? The foundational doctrine of the church was given by the apostles. Yes, pastors preach from the New Testament, the New Testament, uh, the apostles gave us the New Testament. Those are the ones who God used to produce the inspired New Testament literature that we have. If you look at Acts chapter 2, verse 42, now we know that the teachings they received were from Jesus. They were from Jesus, but it became so uh, uh, delivered by the apostles until in Acts chapter 2 and verse 42, it says this. Uh, and we'll read into it in verse 41, Acts chapter 2, verse 41. It says, "Then they that gladly received the word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls." That's it. Okay. Then notice what it says, verse forty-two. This is in uh, Acts, and it's in chapter. Make sure we got it here, two and forty-two. Acts chapter two, verse forty-two. It says, uh, "And they." That continued... Oh, I'm, I'm still missing a verse, friends. I'm missing a ber- verse. Let me go back and give you the one I want to... I'm trying to go too fast. I get excited with this scripture. It says, in verse 41, Then they that gladly received his word... This is Acts 2, 41, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day they were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Wow. Okay. Preaching of the word of God can be very powerful indeed. Then verse 42... And they continued steadfastly in the pastor's doctrine? No. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And many other, let's keep going, verse 43, And fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Now, to say that God was not using others in healing, and God can use others to heal today. But there was a special anointing on these apostles because it says, many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. So we can see then that they had an authority, all right, that is not held by individuals today. Now, recall, area code 866. 423-9578, 423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. Uh, and if you want to ask a question about apostles, it's welcome. Anything, biblical prophecy, whatever is on your mind, uh, this is the program where you, if you have a biblical or theological issue to discuss, this is the show for you. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, and if you have donations that you can send to keep this program going, oh, we'd love to receive those because we definitely need it, it costs $2,000 a month to bring you this program. So if you have some donation that you can send, send them to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. And make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministry, Bible Boot Camp Ministries, and it will go to support this radio program. And we thank you for it. All right. This is Pastor Mars. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
0: On the upcoming Deeper Faith Alaska cruise with Alistair Begg, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers and worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story and singer-songwriter Michael O'Brien. Share how Christ is deepening your faith in this once-in-a-lifetime teaching and travel experience. Join us for this unforgettable Alaska cruise coming in the summer of 2021 by calling 855-565-5519 price ever, $29.98 for a queen-size premium, but Mike's extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener's square and use the promo code Win. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dreams bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 and use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout.
2: For the
3: best sleep sleep.
0: This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute.
1: Kelly Hughes fostered seven children in one year. When a sibling group arrived with only a few diapers and a dirty bottle, she knew a need had to be filled. Kelly founded Foster Love Project to provide kids with backpacks full of necessities like a toothbrush and toothpaste, and comfort objects like a stuffed animal or blanket, and of course, diapers and bottles if needed. Kelly partnered with Rue 21, a clothing brand catering to teens. This year, the company's departments competed against each other. Vendors even got into the act. Their goal was to raise $10,000 for Foster Love Project, and they came up with over 100000 This is enabling Kelly's group to expand and provide more resources for foster kids at a critical time.
0: Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed. More informed than you've ever been.
1: number to call. Area code 866 423 9578 Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss. We have Whitney on the line right now. Whitney, what's on your mind sir?
2: Uh yes, Pastor, how are you? Uh, glad to hear from you again. My question is actually uh I'm using it as a background uh what's currently uh known in physics as as quantum field theory. And uh, my question is this. Mary Magdalene had evidence of the resurrection. My question is, did King David witness the resurrection, and did Paul the Apostle witness the resurrection?
1: Uh, Well, Paul the Apostle did not witness the resurrection, no.
2: What about King David? King David... Yes, he had been dead for about 5, 600 years. Did he witness it? Witness what, the resurrection? The resurrection, yeah. Um,
1: no, not David. Now, what happened is that Paul saw the resurrected Christ on the road to Damascus. And in right, fact... I
2: understand.
1: Yeah, and so that was the only requirement that you needed, you know, to be an apostle. And so that's why he writes... Um, Uh, over in uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 9 and 1. When he gives his credentials, he says, 1 Corinthians 9 and 1, Am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? So he saw the resurrected Christ. uh, But, of course, King David, uh, the resurrection didn't take place in the Old Testament. It took place in
2: the New. Right. My question is this, uh, additional. Actually, Paul... Made the statement out of due time. He witnessed. Right. I've witnessed, He said, "I witnessed the resurrection, born out of due time." Right. So he did witness the resurrection. No, he didn't know. He didn't witness the resurrection.
1: He he saw the resurrected Christ. In other words, after Christ rose from the dead and went, right, to heaven. Mm-hmm. He came back and knocked, literally knocked Paul off of his horse when he was traveling on the road to Damascus. That's where that happened, and it's talked about in Acts. So he saw okay, the resurrection. Right. Yes. But he okay. saw him right. after he resurrected, went mm-hmm. to heaven, and came back in a glorified body.
2: Right. And uh, my, quest- my uh, first part of the question was, King David's scepter was still with him, And as far as I recall reading, King David actually witnessed the resurrection because of his scepter. That's my reading in King James Version.
1: No, I have not seen anything like that in King James Version. If you could ever show it to me, it would be very interesting. But uh, we have nothing in the Bible that indicates that King David, because he died you know, uh, definitely way before the New Testament was even on the scene, that he saw the resurrected Christ. There is nothing in the Bible I've seen that demonstrates that. But thank okay. you for your call. Okay. I appreciate your call. Number to call, area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. 423 9578 area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. If you have a question about the Bible, ask it. Uh, I always will go to the to the Bible itself to, pro- to try to find evidence for what you say. Remember, uh, you can believe a lot of things, but the only thing that's going to really count is what you can substantiate in the Word of God. The Bible's got to pro- pro- proclaim it, right? So that's where you have to get it from. That is what we call uh, theology, systematic theology. It's based upon the Bible. Remember to call, area code 866-423-9578 area code 866 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. We're looking at the apostles, uh, saying that there are no apostles today that stand with the same authority that the apostles had in the New Testament. And that's just, my friends, a matter of fact, a matter of fact. So therefore, the apostolic ministry, as it was practiced by the apostles, is no longer with us. By that, what do we mean? We mean, one, that uh, they wrote Scripture. Nobody does that today. They had authority over all of the churches. Nobody has that today. Okay. Uh, we need to uh, recognize that this is exactly uh, what what the Bible portrays. Um, uh, uh, they produced a document, which is Scripture. Nobody writes Scripture anymore today. Now, the one thing, as I said, is similar to the apostles are missionaries who do travel and preach the gospel and establish churches and move on, but still missionaries, even though they're similar to the apostles and not, not the same. Nobody in uh, producing inspired scripture and had the authority over the church that the apostles had. Alright? Uh, I t- gave you a point seven that the apostles gave the church its foundational doctrine. That's in Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Okay, uh, Literally, uh, it was so much there, so it was called the Apostles' Doctrine. In other words, that's what we're teaching. It's Jesus. Of course it comes from Jesus. He's the one who called him. Right? But I recognize that in uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 42, it's clear uh, when it deals with this. Uh, and they continued, and talking about the church, they continued steadfastly in the Apostles' Doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and of prayers. The Apostles' Doctrine which what they continued in. Uh, also, the apostles were a foundational ministry. That's right. They were made to be a foundational ministry and not a continuing ministry in the church. Yes. Now you say, well, Pastor Boss, you say that, but can, can, can you demonstrate in the Bible? Well, I think so, and I certainly hope so. Remember to call? Area code 866-423-9578. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, good to be with you. And, of course, any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. Uh, that is what we're doing, dealing with God's Word. Uh, hopefully these are things that you can teach uh, uh, to others and even uh, teaching your church if they allow you. It's very important to know uh, things in the Bible so that we don't get misguided. Uh, uh, and uh, be, uh, uh, you know, uh, tricked into uh, things that are not biblical. Yeah, that would be sorry for us indeed. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. Look at this verse, very important in our discussion, okay, where it says in Ephesians two nineteen. Now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Now, watch this. Watch this. Watch this one, verse 20. This is Ephesians 2 and 20. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Notice, it doesn't say, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles. Apostles and the prophets and the pastors and the elders, the only two mentioned here are the apostles and prophets. Why? Because the apostles and the prophets of the Bible laid the foundation of the church. Not the pastors, not the elders, not the deacons, but the apostles and the prophets. are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus himself, Jesus Christ himself, being the chief cornerstone. Okay. So, the apostles and the prophets were a foundational ministry. That's exactly what they are, and that's what they are called uh, in Scripture. They laid the foundation on which the church is built. 1 Corinthians 12, 28 uh, gives us some information on this as well. 1 Corinthians twelve twenty-eight. Now remember, if you've got any questions you want to ask me, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866 uh, While you still have time, be glad to deal with any question you have about this wonderful document, the Word of God. All right. Um, so we see that. We see that they laid a foundational ministry. Uh, also, 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 28 is very helpful in this regard as well. Because notice, notice what it says now. It says, I love this verse. It's, it, it makes it so clear. It makes things so clear. 1 Corinthians 12 and 28. And God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then helps of, uh, gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversities, and diversities of tongues. Verse 29, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet I show you a more excellent way. So the apostles and the prophets laid a foundation on which the church is built. Okay? That that foundation is represented in their uh, in the scriptures that they wrote, and the doctrine that they taught. Number to call, area code 866 five seven eight. We're gonna, Do you have a caller? Hello, Tyrone, you're on the air.
4: Yes, sir. Uh, how are you doing today? Great, just great. Thanks for calling. Thank you, Pastor Moss. Uh, so I have a question that's kind of a little bit off topic, um, but I was just hoping you could kind of give me your insights on this. So my question was about whether or not Jesus could could have sinned if he chose to. I'm here, you know. I've heard some teachers that said that it was impossible for Jesus to sin, and my thought was then if it was impossible for him to sin, then he could not really relate to the fact that uh, uh, me being a sinner. He could not really relate to my will. And choice to choose to sin or not to sin. Okay, so so you're saying then, if he could not sin,
1: then it's hard to, um, uh, then he would have not been able to identify with our situation. Yes, sir. Hmm. What is? Why would you say that?
4: Well, well, because again, they, uh, I, I forget what they call it. Um, I, I think it's he was infallible. And I, uh, not sure if that's supposed, to, uh, that itself, I probably should look looked that up. But I think it's supposed to mean that it was not, it was, imp- whatever the word was that says that it was impossible for him to sin because he was fully God as well as fully man, then it makes him, uh, unable to truly relate to our weakness. But the Bible does said that, uh, he can relate to our weakness, for he was tempted, but yet without sin. Uh-huh. Tempted as we are, but yet without sin. But mm-hmm. if it was impossible, as one particular teaching declares, then th- there's no way he can relate to us, because we, can, we, of course, do sin. You know, we have come short.
1: But, but let's, see. Let's, let's see what the Bible has to say about this.
4: Over in Hebrews, we have an
1: interesting passage where the Bible disagrees with you. Now, you know, but that's it. it's between you and the Bible. Here in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14, where it says, Seeing, then, that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly under the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy uh, uh, and find grace uh, to help in time of need. So that's as far as it goes. It tells us that he's able to, to identify with us because he was tempted, but he just did not sin. Okay? He didn't sin. Right. So, right. Uh, But if the Bible says that he could identify with our weaknesses, then you we have to realize he was fully God and fully man, so he knows what temptation uh, is all about. Okay? So therefore, the Bible says that he could surely uh, identify with it. It's like going to a doctor who has studied medicine completely, knows everything that's going on in your body, and knows what to do to help you get better, I don't think we have to insist that that doctor uh, actually had your disease in order to be able to cure you of it. He can understand it very well, okay, and you can bother him just to see it. But him curing it is not based on him having what you have. It's about him being able to give you what you need to, not, uh, to uh, withdraw from it. So the analogy isn't correct. Remember, Jesus was 100% man and 100%, I mean, fully man and fully God. So therefore, as a man, he knew our weaknesses, okay? But also as as God, you know, there, he knew also how to overcome them. But definitely, he knew. He understood. That's what the temptation was all about. And so through him, then we have forgiveness of sins, and then we can become his children. But in terms of it, uh, like I said, a doctor... Okay. can uh, he, he does not have to have your infirmity to know how to take care of it. Okay. And so I don't think the analogy necessarily uh, follows. But it, but uh, but I've heard that before. All right. I want to thank you for calling. Good call. Remember to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Marks. Man, that would be something else. It's everybody, in order for them to be able to help you, they had to have what you had. Man, all right. Good, uh, good, good question. Good question. Number mm-hmm. call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. We've seen that the apostles were a foundational ministry. They gave us things that cannot be repeated. Cannot. One, they wrote inspired scripture. Nobody's doing that today. Now, remember, the apostles weren't just writing commentaries. They were writing scripture, just as the apostles were writing scripture. And Second Peter chapter 3 puts the apostles and the prophets on the same level. That's clear uh, when you look at it, all right? Also, if we look at the church, here's something else as well that we see. The apostles appointed elders and deacons. Okay? They never appointed other apostles. They didn't. Matthias was the only one added to the group, and then we see Paul added to the group, but that was from Jesus okay, doing that. But we do know that uh, the apostles appointed elders, as pastors, and deacons. They didn't appoint other apostles on their own. Notice here, In Acts chapter 14, verse 23. Acts 14 and 23. All right. And while you turn there, take a break. We'll be right back.
0: You give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing.
5: Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242.
3: Solar Solutions of America wants to know if you want to save money on your electric bill. Have you considered owning your own power? Solar Solutions of America is a local Michigan-based team of experienced and licensed solar professionals. We offer turnkey solar energy solutions for your home or business to reduce or eliminate your electric bill. We offer zero-down financing options, and you can qualify for federal tax credits to make owning your own power even easier and save money. In spite of Michigan weather, our customers enjoy great savings on their electrical bills, and you can too. Solar Solutions of America takes care of its customers, monitoring the system to make sure of peak performance life of your solar array. Call for a no-obligation solar assessment for your home or business. 1-800-576-9495. 1-800-576-9495 or visit solar-solutionsofamerica.com of You can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Solar Solutions of America.
0: Alistair Begg teaches us about the spiritual condition of others prior to conversion, Thursday on Truth For Life.
5: The friends and neighbors to whom we go and tell the gospel are not people living in some middle territory between belief and unbelief, between sight and blindness.
0: Find out why all are blind from birth Thursday on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk, Detroit.
3: Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk, Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today.
1: Remember number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight 423 9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Friends, we're looking at the apostolic office, uh, the fact that uh, basically there are no apostles today who can do the same thing as the apostles did uh, back in New Testament times. It's just a fact, a biblical fact. And also, it is an historical fact, okay? And that's what we're about to get in Uh, to right now, is uh, not only the biblical fact, but also the historical fact. Now, we do know something that apostles did do. They did establish churches, and they did place elders in the churches that were established. That was one of their tasks as well, because the church was not meant to be continually led by apostles. They laid the foundation, and then uh, they had elders that they appointed. Notice in Acts chapter 14 and verse 23, Acts chapter 14, verse 23, if you've got your Bibles and you always need it for the Bible Talk program. In fact, we'll read into this. Acts chapter 14 and verse 22, where the apostles went about confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue into faith and that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. Okay? So they told you like it was. Notice Verse 23. And when they had ordained them elders in every church, elder, pastor, same thing. That is what the uh, apostles did. And when they had ordained them elders in every church and had prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord on whom they believed. So that's what they did. They went about establishing churches, placing pastors and elders in those churches, then moving on. That was what they did. So definitely... Apostles did not pastor the churches. Okay? That was not their job. Their job was to produce uh, scripture, teach the teachings of Jesus, establish the church, lay the foundation, and then they passed off the scene. Now, some of you are saying, man, Pastor Moss, you say that so solidly. And I know a whole bunch of churches that have apostles. Well, as long as they uh, are not saying they're apostles like in the New Testament, I, I don't deal with it too much. But there are no apostles like the New Testament apostles who had the authority. In fact, not only does the Bible say this, but also church history teaches it. Yeah, church history. Read uh, Philip Schaff's church history, you'll find it. Other books on church history. It's clear from the history of the church. This is not just in the Bible itself, but church history itself. That the apostles discontinued, right? Who said it? The early church fathers. Yeah, look up the early church fathers, like Clement. Uh, who was an early church father, not an apostle, Uh, a father of the church, a leader of the church, Uh, A.D. 95, he said this. This is what he said. The apostles had perfect knowledge of church affairs and wrote under the inspiration of the Spirit. Same thing I was telling you. Just as the prophets wrote under the inspiration of the Spirit, so did the uh, prophets write. The prophets and apostles are the ones who produced inspired scripture. And Clement said, not himself had, but they had perfect knowledge of church affairs. Another guy. Now, this is Clement, AD 95, church father, AD 95. Here's another guy. Uh, Ignatius of Antioch uh, in 107 to 117 AD is what he wrote. Were apostles around then during his time in uh, 107, 117 AD? Did he talk about apostles? Here's what Ignatius of Antioch said. He was a Christian leader. He said, I do not issue commands as Peter and Paul. They were apostles. (laughs) Were, okay? He said, I don't give commands like they do. Why? Because he wasn't an apostle. He did not have that same authority. He did not write inspired scripture, okay? So that's what Clement said, 1895, Ignatius of Antioch. Uh, A.D. 107, 117, both of them godly men, leaders in the church, but they weren't apostles, okay? Uh, and the apostles that they mentioned were apostles in the past, Peter and Paul, okay? The apostles were ruling the church or telling the church what to do at this particular time. Notice, Polycarp, another early church father. This is church history, something that is uh, seldom studied and should be studied more by people. Polycarp. Uh, A.D., uh, about 118 to 155 uh, A.D. Uh, He's a guy, Polycarp, who gives us some real proof of the New Testament. He quoted half of the books of the New Testament in his writings, just when he was writing about other things. Uh, And he said this. Here's what he said. He said, the apostles... Now, this is Polycarp, a church father, a leader of the church. He said, the apostles had the same authority as the prophets. He looked at 2 Peter 3 and came up with the same conclusion that others have had when they read it, right? That the writings of the the apostles were on the same level as the writing of the prophets. Okay? He said, this is Polycarp, that the apostles had the same authority as the prophets. And he said, concerning himself though, Polycarp said that he did not have the wisdom that Paul had. The early church fathers always put the apostles on a higher and in a different category than themselves. That's a fact. Okay? So this is in the early second century. Okay? So if there were no apostles then, then what makes you think that there are apostles like that there were in the New Testament at that time, back in the first century? Okay? Already. Uh, we're in. A, we're talking about AD 95, uh, AD 107, and no apostles are on the scene. And the early church fathers are telling us this. Okay? Also, when you talk about the Muratorian canon, okay? so I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But if you have a question and you want to get it in in a hurry, you can't. Number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Uh, The Muratorian Canon, which uh, were the ones who formed or collected the New Testament books and put them together for us, okay? The Muratorian Canon, done by the early church, accepted no new writings to add to the Gospels. Listen to this. Very powerful statement made. The Muratorian Canon accepted no new writings to add to the Gospels after the death of the Apostles. After the apostles died, Scripture, New Testament Scripture, stopped being written, okay? After the book of Revelation, after the apostles were all obscene, no more inspired Scripture was written, okay? It wasn't. It was done. So whatever apostle you have and whatever church you are, when they write a letter, it's just a letter, okay? And it might have some good things in it, but they cannot get a stapler and staple it to the New Testament and say, I'm just like these apostles here, no. Now, if you're an apostle, you do not have... Today, okay, okay, it might be better to call yourself a missionary because of the fact that no one, not a single man or woman, is able to do, God is not using them to do what he used these apostles to do in the first century by the testimony of Scripture and also by the testimony of the early church, which I have just gave you. A number of books would do this. One of the best books you can get your hand on is Philip Schaff's Uh, Church History. Great book. Uh, He gives you a lot of this history as well. All right. We're going to take a break. Be right back.
0: This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. Many of you tracked with the fact that both Facebook and Twitter have banned or suspended President Trump. You're also likely aware that the Parler app has been suspended by both Google and Apple. We're looking at a major change in the entire landscape of social media, and we're looking at unprecedented territory. What does it mean? Well, first of all, it means that President Trump is likely to have a great deal of difficulty reaching his base. But the second issue is not really about President Trump at all. It's about the power of these social media giants and the rise of cancel culture. We should be first to point out that there is never an excuse for inciting violence through social media or any other form of media. We should also understand that something far short of inciting violence could incite these kinds of policies. I'm Albert Mueller. Considering a career in politics? Consider Pepperdine's Graduate School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today. Preparing public leaders for tomorrow. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
5: Imagine if you walked into a car dealership and they only had one model, in one color, with one set of options. That would be crazy. You'd turn around and walk out. But that's exactly what most remodeling companies do. They have tunnel vision, meaning they only offer one kind of windows, or one kind of roof, or one kind of siding that they are determined to sell you. To heck with what's actually best for your home, your preferences, or your budget. Call Performance Remodeling instead. We offer real choices, multiple materials, lines, manufacturers, and styles of windows, roofing, and siding. Whatever you want, whatever you need, whatever is best for your situation, we'll listen to you and help you get the right product at the right price. No pushy salespeople, no one-size-fits-all solutions. We also offer the industry's only true lifetime guarantee, which means as long as you are in your home, you pay for nothing ever again. Call Performance Remodeling at 586-540-6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com.
1: number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Welcome to the Apologetics Feast. That's what you're getting, a feast of Christian apologetics, where we will be defending the Bible historically, we'll be defending it theologically, we'll be looking at church history, all kinds of things, to illustrate the truth of the scriptures. We've been dealing with the fact, are there apostles today? Uh, and... I uh, I concede this much. Uh, uh, There's an apostolic move, but there are no apostles today that have the authority that the New Testament apostles had. They produced something, they laid a foundational ministry, and we are now building on that foundation. Uh, The closest thing to them would would be no doubt be missionaries, Uh, even the missionaries of today who uh, went from country to country, establishing churches, in fact, even pastoring them for a while, but then moving on to establish others. But there's something that the apostles did that cannot be done anymore. We looked at the the apostles' foundational role. That was found in Ephesians chapter 2. Also, you could look at 1 Corinthians 3 and 10 uh, to see that as well. Uh, the witness of an apostle, we saw that in Luke 24, uh, 46 to 48. In fact, i just give you the chapters, and you can read the whole chapters. Acts 1 talks about it, uh, 1 Corinthians 9, 1 Corinthians 15. The choosing of an apostle, Luke chapter 16, verse 12 to 13. The signs of an apostle, because okay? they had signs that went along with them, miraculous signs. Like I said, even though everyone can, God can use anyone to heal. But there was a special anointing, no doubt, that these apostles had. That's talked about in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 11 to 12. Uh, And then, even back then, false apostles existed. People who wanted to be apostles, claimed to be apostles, and were not. And that certainly is a category that you don't want to fall in. I mean, no, you don't, okay, to be a false apostle, okay? 2 Corinthians 11 and 13. All right. So there. And we're doing real good, my friends, with our apologetic studies. We're moving on into some deeper areas, and I'm just basically taking the lessons as they come. And guess what's coming next? Yeah? Just following right in line here with what I have. What's coming next is demon possession. That's right. We're about to look at the whole subject of demon possession. What is it? What is it not? If you're interested in that, you'll be interested in the Bible Talk program. In fact, you're going to make sure that you don't miss it. Okay? Next time we're on, okay, that's what it's going to be about, is dealing with demon possession. What is it? Who gets possessed? Who doesn't get possessed? How does it happen? Okay? In fact, no doubt tomorrow that will be what we're going to be dealing with in our Friday broadcast. So if you're interested, okay, if you haven't heard anything or learned anything about this, This is something that uh, would be of very interest to you. We're going to be looking at demon possession. What about it? What does the Bible say about it? Who gets possessed? Who doesn't? Wow. Always remember that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. That's the number to call to be on the air uh, with me. Remember, if you want to continue to support this program, we only exist here because of your support the same way as our church, strictly biblical. We only exist because of God blessing you to send us support. So please send us that support to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Okay, once again, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make all those checks to Bible Bootcamp Ministries. That's what keeps this program going. Friends, it doesn't come in to support any uh, yachts for me. I don't buy any airplanes, nothing like that. I don't buy a bunch of cars. I just use all your donations to support our radio ministry. All right, I want to thank you for that. I think it's time for me to go. So God bless you. Keep reading your Bibles. See you, Marcus. We'll see you next time.